listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Paragon 7 Studios. send this monologue to Trev Alberts. It's so funny. Trev Alberts was 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 hated when he was on college game day. I remember I remember a college game day and Trev Alberts was on there and people had signs in the background that said Trev Alberts and it had a circle and an X through it or a slash through it. Because his takes were so so bad as a as a college football host on ESPN, but he's found a home. He's he's I don't know if he's one of the black shirts. I don't think that he, Jeff Alberts. I don't think that he walked on at Nebraska. But he was he was a part of the the vaunted Nebraska defenses of the '90s, and he was drafted by my Indianapolis Colts. Didn't pan out. But if you're Nebraska. And you're a business period that's finding yourself trying to brand in an area that's not really your home. You're trying to be something that you're not. You're masquerading. You're making decisions based on popularity. You're making decisions based on on finances. And you're faking it until you make it. Because that's what Nebraska is. Nebraska is a big eight team. They're not a big 10 team first. I get that they took the money to go to the Big Ten because it makes financial sense and it's business. But what Nebraska failed to do over the last 15, 20 years, they failed to keep that Midwestern element into their program. They tried to be Ohio State. They tried to be something that they're not. They tried to be more of a macro-level program when the truth of the matter is that Nebraska – is an option program. Now, I know that you're not going to run the triple option. Like, I know that we're not bringing Tommy Frazier back. So that's not a realistic expectation. But Nebraska is a mobile quarterback. Quarterback runs the ball 20 times a game. Out of the I formation, maybe out of the pistol now. They're not a team that drops back and passes the ball 30 times a game. I know what Adrian Martinez, that's what they did. That's not who Nebraska is. And Nebraska has lost their way. They're not like Ohio State made a pivot in recent history. Ohio State went more from being, if you look at Michigan, what Michigan is now, that's what Ohio State has been over the years. And that's what Michigan and Ohio State have been over the last 40 years. Michigan are going to run off tackle, off tackle, off tackle, off tackle. They're going to maul you. They're going to play defense. They're going to throw the ball when they have mismatches. They're going to go throw the ball deep. They're going to run the ball 45 times a game. Ohio State was that team under Jim Trestle. 
They were a team that ran the ball and played defense, and Jim Trussell loved to punt. Punting was his favorite thing to do. And what happened was when you started getting to these BCS games, you started getting these games against USC and Alabama and Florida, Ohio State was getting their doors blown off. And they realized that to compete with the Alabamas and the USC's and now the Georgias and the Clemson's, that they had to get to more of a spread offense. So now Ohio State is 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 wide receiver U. They did not have the perimeter speed to compete with SEC teams and USC at the time. I'm talking about the Reggie Bush USC teams. And Ohio State, unlike Nebraska, they have the ability to go out and recruit Florida and recruit Texas and recruit Southern California and recruit Arizona and recruit even Mississippi and Alabama in places where there's a lot of speed. Also, they get all the best players from the northeastern quadrant of the country. Nebraska ate that. Nebraska needs to go back to being Big 8 Nebraska. They need to go back to running some type of option football with a bunch of 350-pound linemen. They always had NFL-caliber linemen and running backs. But Nebraska is 5'9 guy, 5'10 guy at quarterback. It's more likely to run than throw. Nebraska is the black shirts, the defense. Nebraska is embracing your Midwest heritage. Scott Frost, obviously a Nebraska guy. I thought that that was going to work. But I think for them to be successful, you have to have someone that could recruit that part of the country. Now, Nebraska was hurt when going to the Big Ten because they don't recruit Texas like they used to. But Nebraska needs to bring in a coach that can recruit the Midwest, that understands where they are, that understands that Nebraska's reputation and their history is, is, is vaunted. Nebraska needs a coach that understands that fan base, that understands their history, that understands – Midwestern rural strength, might, power. They're not going to be a spread offense. That's not who Nebraska is. They don't have, unlike Ohio State and Michigan tried to flirt with that, they don't have the recruiting base to do it. Even Michigan couldn't do it. Rich Rodriguez tried to run the spread at Michigan. It was a disaster. They don't recruit like Ohio State. They don't spend the money like Ohio State to recruit. And Harbaugh came in and they said, Harbaugh said, we're going to do what we've done traditionally. We're just going to do it with good players. And that's part of the reason they smacked Ohio State in the mouth last year. Because Ohio State became a finesse team to beat some of these SEC teams. You got to score 40 plus. You're not going to beat Alabama running off tackle. You saw Alabama in LSU a few years ago when, when Joe Burrow was there. It was like a 51 to, to 41 game. There are a whole lot of really good wide receivers at these elite institutions. I mean, look at look at look at that Marvin Harrison Jr. at Ohio State. Look at those guys on that LSU team. Jameer Chase. Look at look at there's just talent coming into the league. Look at Garrett Wilson over the weekend for the for the Jets abusing the Browns there there are so many good wide receivers coming to lead DK Metcalf was drafted like late in the second round so there's much more talent coming out especially out of the SEC and out of the elite programs there's much more talent coming out at the wide receiver position than at 
the DB position or at safety or at linebacker. And Nebraska has to understand that. They they need to load up on speed, load up on strength, and go back to where they're running. They have mobile quarterbacks. They're running with the quarterbacks on design plays. They're playing a little bit of option. I'm not saying they go all the way to triple option. I'm not saying they go go wishbone like Barry Switzer. But Nebraska has to stop pretending to be something that they're not. It just it's just not going to work. And ge- from a geography standpoint, Lincoln is not a favorable place to recruit elite talent. But I think if you have a mission and you're consistent to your mission and you know who you are, I think Nebraska can get back to being a 10-9-10 win team. Now, their days of winning national championships, the days of Tommy Frazier dropping 60-plus on Florida, those days are over. And it's funny, I look at Tennessee, I look at Tennessee's evolution. And with Coach Heupel, Tennessee, I'm here in Nashville, and I look at Tennessee's evolution. Tennessee and Nebraska are very similar because they both kind of don't understand their place in the pantheon right now. They're looking at the past. Nebraska's looking at the national titles of the past. Tennessee's looking at the national titles of the past. And they're looking at the tradition. They're looking at the beautiful stadium. They're looking at the fan base. They're looking at the longevity. But Coach Hyper with Tennessee, he started to build that program back up from where it was. And Tennessee needs to understand Peyton Manning's not walking through that door. T. Martin's not walking through that door. For Tennessee, going 10-2, and two, playing in a New Year's Six Bowl is a fantastic season. And maybe if you're lucky, every three or four years, you might beat Georgia. You might go to the SEC championship out of the East, and then you get to play Alabama. You get to play maybe Texas A&M if they get their act together. You get to play, I wouldn't say Auburn. Auburn's really going off the cliff. There's going to be a lot of heads rolling at Auburn. But LSU, you get to play one of those teams, and if you win, you have a shot at winning the national championship. I don't think it's unrealistic for Tennessee to compete for national championships. It's unrealistic for Tennessee to compete for national championships every single year. It's unrealistic for Nebraska to compete for the Big Ten West every single year. But can they go 10-2? and Can they give Wisconsin a run? Can they get to a Big Ten championship, maybe play Ohio State, maybe play a Michigan, have a good game, beat them? Be on the fringe of, of the playoff with the playoff expansion to 12? Do I think Nebraska can be one of the best 12 teams in the country? Absolutely. But they have to go back to their roots. This five-step drop, seven-step drop type of stuff, that's not going to work. You got to go back to to some level of option football that's consistent with what's played at high schools in the Midwest and in North Texas where the quarterback runs just as much as he throws – You get the 400-pound hog volleys up front. You build back that culture of defense. You bring the black shirts back. You bring the culture back. You respect the history. And you go out and you play your arses off. You you bring that that, that lunch pail Midwestern attitude, similar to what Jim Trestle did when he got to Ohio State, similar to what Jim Harbaugh has done with Michigan. And you got to crawl before you run. 
And and I think if Nebraska goes back to their roots, I think that they can salvage their program. If they try to stay and play a pro-style offense or, or a typical pistol with trips, I saw a play where they had trips left very early in the game against Oklahoma over the weekend. I'm just like, that ain't that ain't it. That ain't gonna work. You are listening to the Blanche J Radio Network. When I'm not doing the HealthCast, I consult for many startups and ACOs who are new to the healthcare business. Episource serves Medicare, commercial, and Medicaid plans with an experienced risk adjustment team that cares about results and building partnerships. With the largest health plans and healthcare organizations as clients, Episource aims to obtain the best medical chart retrieval rates, the highest coding accuracy, and the maximum level of project satisfaction. For information on Episource, go to www.episource.com and fill out one of their contact forms to request a demonstration. Black women are fierce, brilliant, courageous, dope. Black women are making a difference, making history, and changing the world. I think about all of the black women who have showed up to fight for justice. We are starting to finally accept all the skills and talents a woman can bring to the table. Urban One, thank you. This one is so special. 